There really is nothing like swimming in the summer. Wait, uh, what's happening? Uh, no, 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 I'm still swimming here. Uh. Okay, so I'm now sitting in the middle of an empty swimming pool with no water. I have no words. Welcome back to the Planet Protectors podcast, where we talk about all things environmental. And today we are talking all about the world water crisis. So what just happened is what some people in the world are experiencing. There are now shortages of water across the world. And this is happening in many places, from the United States to Africa, all across the world. And today we are going to be talking about two of the worst water crises on the planet. So let's get right into it. So the world water crisis, we are just about to get into it. But before that, we need to have today's riddle. So let's hear it. Most people in poverty have this. If you eat this, you will die. What is it? The answer will be revealed at the end of the show. But now let's flow on to our main topic. Water is necessary to life. It is a substance that we can only live a few days without, and yet somehow it is one of the things that most people don't have access to. That's crazy. Before that, I have to get into some facts about water and what water scarcity is. So before we talk more about different parts of the world water crisis. So Water scarcity is when water is insecure and people lack secure access to safe and affordable water to consistently satisfy their needs for drinking, washing, food production, and livelihoods. Now, we are so lucky to not only live in Canada, but also in the places that we do because we have fresh and clean water coming out of our taps. One of the reasons for this is the amount of fresh water lakes that we have here in Canada and close to us. So I say neighborhoods because on some indigenous reserves, for example, in Canada, they don't have access to clean water, even in our country, and that is just crazy. So now let's talk a bit more about the world water crisis, and that's really the big thing that we're hearing about in the news now. So to fully understand this issue, we need to talk more about how much water in the world is drinkable. So if you take all of the Earth's water, 100%, 97% of that water is salt water. So we can't drink it, and to filter it is very expensive, and it doesn't really happen just because of the price. So only 3% of water on Earth is fresh water. Of that 3%, 69% of that water is frozen in glaciers and sea ice. The other 30% is underground and hard to get, and the last 1% is surface water that is easy to get, and that is really what humans primarily use. So almost 8 billion people are relying on around 0.3% of all water on the planet. As you can imagine, issues have come up, and today we are going to be talking about those. So there are going to be two that we talk about today, and we are going to start off with Russia's Aral Sea. The Aral Sea is located near Russia, near the Russia and Uzbekistan border, and has been shrinking since the 70s. So here's what happened. 
Russia wanted to start making cotton and farming in the area. Now, these are two things that are very water intense. There are two rivers that feed into the saltwater lake, so Russia decided to take water from those two rivers and cut off all the water going to the lake, so they created a bit of a dam and they were going to use that water for the cotton and farming industries that were going to be in that area. By 1989, the water levels were down by over 15 meters down by 15 meters. According to NASA, only 20% of its original volume of water is still visible and is one quarter of the size it used to be. That is insane. People used to be able to swim in this lake and they were able to fish there and there was wildlife and plants there, but now it is a deserted wasteland. That is crazy now like really talk about the world water crisis that is the world water crisis at its finest and this next world water crisis thing that we're going to be talking about is possibly even worse it's the colorado river and lake powell water crisis Lake Powell and the Colorado River are connected and both are located in the southwestern United States and are facing a major issue. They're running out of water. The reason for this is the number of purposes that that river water uses and the amount of, dare I say, straws that are pulling out of these rivers and also climate change has an effect with more droughts runoff pouring off the rockies that feeds the river is decreasing due to changing patterns in precipitation and people need more water for their lawns and homes because what is happening to the population it's rising so the colorado river is also needed to provide hydroelectric power for use in nevada arizona and California, and that is enough to serve 1.3 million people. It is all seized for agriculture, industry, and recreation. If the water drops another 10 meters, the hydroenergy plant would have to close because there is not enough water to make the electricity. So, if this were to happen, they would have to switch to fossil fuel intense energy creation, which, as we know, is not great for the Earth and is one of the driving causes of climate change. So, this really is an impossible decision because if you don't, if you keep all that water in, if it just stays at that level that it's at now, you would have to stop drinking water because that's where people get their drinking water from. So, they're going to have to choose between electricity and drinking water, which is crazy. So I think a solution for this that I would say they do have a solution right now. It's not an amazing solution, but they have a solution. But I think I would say try to switch more things to renewable energy. Try wind power. Try solar power. Try geothermal. Try to get all these other sources of renewable energy because people need to drink water. I think they can last what three to four days without water which is very little so it's a really hard decision so the solution that people are looking at is taking water from other lakes that would fill um the drinking water and electricity needs so they would try to go for the local great lakes specifically lake michigan but that would further mess up water systems and it might not be the best idea because then it may possibly affect the neighbors to the north which is us in canada so stopping the dam altogether and letting the lake fill up over time is another option but 
this is just a really hard decision. I'm happy I'm not the one making this decision, but think about it for a second. What would you do? In conclusion, when I say that we need to save water and that we have a limited supply of water on Earth, we do. We're super lucky that we have a good supply of water where we are now. So let's try to conserve as much of it as possible by maybe having five minute showers, turning off the tap when you're not brushing your teeth, or collecting rainwater to water plants. Or maybe if you don't want to finish the water in your cup, maybe you can use that to water plants as well. So when we all do our part, we can really make a big difference. So let's go on to our animal of the week. This week's animal is the only one off the top of my head that I know that starts with the letter Q. Please welcome the quail. These birds can grow up to around 18 centimeters long and weigh over 0.2 pounds. Wow, they're not very heavy. They live in, well, California because they are called the California quail. I don't think I said that in the intro, but yes, they're called the California quail. And the oldest one ever recorded was six years old. This bird has been found in different Disney movies like Bambi and is the state bird of California. They will lay eggs 10 to 20 at once and eat seeds insects and grain. They also do something interesting when it comes to laying their eggs. They don't build their own nest and lay them in there. They lay their eggs in other birds' nest. Whoa, these are some crazy animals. Okay, now let's go on to our riddle answer. But before that, we had a great episode. We talked about the world water crisis and learned about quails. It wasn't the most segment heavy episode but I think it was a very necessary episode and it's important to learn about these things that are happening around the world and how we can help stop them even though it might not directly be affecting you it's still good to practice these water saving things oh oh one more thing there's a special announcement so if you stay updated with the planet protectors live stream we had the season finale just under a month ago i know it's been a while since i've posted but we will be renewed for a season four of the live stream that's right it'll be premiering in september and i'm super excited to start season four it's going to be amazing and yeah, I hope to see you all there. That also means that there will be many more episodes of the podcast to come. All right, now let's hear the riddle one more time before I reveal the answer. Most people in poverty have this. If you eat this, you will die. What is it? All right, think about the answer for a minute. I will maybe pause the podcast. I will be revealing the answer in five, four, three, two, one the answer is nothing well i okay the answer is nothing there's no like it's not like there's no answer but the answer is just nothing because if you eat nothing you will die and a lot of people in poverty have nothing that's it for me i will see you next time and as always remember to stay eco bye for now